Mean and Impley Productions presents L'Apropos, the Language Proficiency Podcast. When we last left off, our heroes had found their lost young ones, learning that they had been kidnapped by Sahuigans, shark-like humanoids, who were up to some terrible plot. That plot they learned from another captive, the boisterous king of bullywogs, Yannick, who related to them that the Sahuigans wanted to release from beneath Helmuth an ancient sea beast known as the Deep Mother. Our heroes volunteered to help stop her release, and Yannick was so moved, he paused their descent into the depths to confer upon them the blessings of the ancient Bullywugs, a blessing conferred through a mud bath. We find our heroes now in that mud bath, the, the mud bubbling beneath them, restored and elevated by their blessing. And Unique finishes explaining, Ah, oh, yes, you and, and you young ones as well can also breathe underwater, as well as communicate simple ideas to your mounts so they can get you home. Uh, and he puts them on the mounts and starts to send them off back up to the top of the cave, saying, Oh, enjoy the water a little bit. You too, enjoy breathing underwater. It's a great, wonderful thing to share. All right, but not too much. Riptides are still real. <laughs> Be careful. Oh, why? Uh, it's fine. I'm sure they'll be. I'm sure they'll be fine. I mean, they haven't been fine so far, but I'm sure <laughs> moving forward they'll be. I, anyway, Unique uh, was about to continue going on about the mist and what might be in it, but he looks at you curiously and says, uh, "Are you worried? I, you seem worried all the time about. Are, they'll be fine. What? I, mm, are you sure? Sir does not have fun. Let's keep talking about what's in the mist." <laughs> Well, hopefully, once we get you off this island, you can find some fun. So, um... I mean, I found it on the island. The mist... You don't have to know where to look. The mist poses a particular problem. If somehow, the Sahuagin have managed to get through that final layer of defense of, of the mist. They're able to wander through it and come back. They don't miss what? themselves for real? How does that... I agree. It's striking. It was always the case that ent entering it meant never coming back. It's troubling that they both managed to learn this, learn how to get through these defenses. Ugh. It seems some sort of... Some of the ancient secrets are being spilled. But enough of that later. Um, well, I, I think we should go investigate their bodies to see if there's any clue on them about it. All right, sounds like a plan. So Yannick uh, begins to direct you all out back towards the cavern. Oh, I like, wildly... I thought that we were going to sink through the mud and go descend mm. to a deeper level, but I was just... Uh, an interesting thought, but this is actually just a little hot mm. spring mud uh, oh, area. I didn't say I that I also thought loud, that we were like sinking through. Just, I, we've just sort of bathed here. Um, we're yeah, that, I, like Patches like <laughs> butt naked in the mud. I don't know why you guys kept your armor on. I, I, Ooh, I mean, I thought this I, was gonna be a short uh, trip. Distinctly under the impression that we would be taking on a, a yes. ritual we, uh, cultists. It's, it's happening very quickly. He's we have got, to get like, through the mist. Help on his eyes like cucumbers. <laughs> Definitely well, needed. It's never how I've gotten down there, but I suppose I could look. Um, and he'll dive down into the mud and swim that, down. Why, no, I also I thought, thought that's why, yeah. So it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely the tunnel that I pointed out before in the other main room. Um, <laughs> Thanks for checking. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, he hops out, sprays mud everywhere, uh, scrambles up. Well, we appreciate the, the blessing of your people. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so you get out, you go back to the main tunnel. There are all these dead Sahuigan there. Um, whoever would like to can uh, investigate their bodies at investigation or an arcana check to see if you can figure out what's on them to get through the mist. I'm really bad at investigating, so I people action. who are better at it want to do it. I'll do uh, an arcana check if that's cool yeah. with everyone. Love it. Um, yeah, I'll go for it. Okay. I'll I'll give you help. Oh, okay. So, so that was a 16. 16, then, great. Natural uh, 20. Nat tw so 26. So you look at these bodies. You're looking at all of them. They, you know, they've got very minimal clothing. They're mostly fish people, but several of them are wearing rings. Like human In fact, rings? as you look around, they're all wearing rings. Like they've been sort of like jammed onto some of their webbing in a way that like seems sort of uncomfortable. Oh, what oh, Can I like do I know anything about the metal they're made from or is uh, there any magic like yeah, can I use like detect magic or something? Oh yeah, you, I mean if you want to cast detect magic, there's yeah. definitely some sort of like uh like abjuration energy coming from this. Okay. 
And with a natural 20, you immediately go like, this is it. Yep, that's how they're getting. Yeah. All right, this, that's how they're getting through, guys, the the rings. Yeah, you think with a natural 20, if you get these rings off this island, you might be able to figure out who gave them to the Sahu again. Okay, that's mm. how they're getting through the mist. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, the the rings on their their fingers, see how they all have them? Uh, seems to be infused with some kind of uh, magical energy that lets them pass well, through, best, through the best mist. I think we figured take, it out. We'd, we'd best take one each. Yeah, luckily there's one for each of us, so that was yeah. very convenient. <laughs> What's your favorite color? <laughs> uh, green. <laughs> well, how about it? Oh, thanks, thanks, boss. You're the best. You take the green one, the rest of you take the... The plain iron ones. Um, <laughs> and then, my, my favorite like color. To, my, my question was: Is your favorite color green or fucking plain? Yep. <laughs> just. Not. I like to think that they're all plain. I just charmed mine to look. Oh, green. okay, great, great, great. Green, green. Um, as, as you're as you're doing this, the rest of your mounts arrive. Um, and, and I take out a paintbrush and just paint them. Is band. your favorite color undecorated? <laughs> iron. <laughs> Great. Your mounts arrive um, and uh, Unique bows to them and sort of gestures and each one comes up to you and you can hop on it. Oh my. Mm. Uh, there are giant toads. Uh, they're much faster swimming than they are uh, walking. Uh, I know what colors are they. No, they're right. It's fine. Are they plain or green? Are they undecorated or green? They're, uh, they are green. Darker green and uh, green blue. I'm so excited. Green blue. So, you need to hop aboard one. I like to imagine. I just I am unsure if these are also like royal frogs do an awkward curtsy and then ungracefully just clamber <laughs> up. <laughs> I, I, I salute your efforts of, of attempting to, uh, to honor these great creatures. I also believe they're quite wonderful. And you see Unique also hops on top of one. So there's a frog riding a frog who's also going with you. <laughs> Yeah, that's just he's wearing wrong. a waistcoat, though, isn't he? Like a, 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 I picture him in like a velvet and or velour waistcoat. Yep, absolutely, okay. yes. Are, and the toad mounts just have saddles or nothing. Um, you don't. You don't seem to need them. Like you like we very nicely on? fit on oh. them and stick on them in this certain spot. They sort of seem made for it. Uh, this and is a, been this, okay. A lot so of now change. we all have we all have rings. Yep. And are there extra are there extra rings that would aren't being yeah, well, there, was, there was four of them, right? There were uh, one, two, three, four. Normally, I would three, never put a four. ring on from a dead monster, but matters. Yeah, there were five I trust total. You. Oh well, thank you. Yeah, we should probably take the extra one just in case. Just to have. in case we. So I'll put it in my bag or something. Bring someone with us. You all hop on your bullywugs. You don your rings, and you head down deeper, following this cave as it heads down. The slope increases. The water rises to a point where your bullywugs are almost completely under the water. And you reach a point where rising up, almost as if through a vent, uh, there is a tendril of mist that rises up. And as you fully come around the turn, you see that tendril connect to a wall of mist that you all know instinctively that here your bullywugs must dive and you must go down into the mist for the first time. So all of the, fir- I don't really know what rabbits do, but I'm going to assume it's like cats and like <laughs> the fur stands up, you know? So yeah. you just look electrified. <laughs> so I'm going to assume that happens because this is just the scariest, this is for me. Because yeah. <laughs> on, on account of my, <laughs> I don't love the unknown, like our brave yeah. cook. <laughs> but yes, this uh, is. Who is, who is humming. He's not on a frog. He's sort of like, <laughs> Hanging out next to it, swimming, and being like, we're off to see the deep mother, see what she wants. Yeah. I just, it's so catchy that it's like, and when we get there, we'll Feel give her like what she dunce. deserves. Yeah. yeah. As I'm we'll just secure the town. <laughs> no one else we missed it. You're like they're you two the are way, way too jovial for the the what is ha- currently happening. I don't know if it's just me, but a lot of change has happened in my life in the past uh, five hours. That being said, you all get aid. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, what that song was. Yeah, yeah, that's what that that was. Sure. I might be in a low key bit of shock. Yeah, <laughs> and coping is best. You, you and me both. I, 
I find the best way to cope is to, uh, do you have any community traditions or, or rituals or phrases that you might say in a moment to bolster uh, your reserve? listen to Cook Patch and he'll share all of mm-hmm. them, what mm-hmm. we have with you. It's like a croaking. Yes, very nice. Well, into the mist then. Yeah, into the mist. Yes. I guess we have no no enough. other choice. There's no amount of investigation or perception or nope. Onwards. I I I turn to uh, to stir the quarry and uh, and Facho sort of like like rubs his greasy little hands and like uh, I guess we're like if we're sort of paused if you sort of pause and go up and you like reaches up and and like like pats you on the on the lower back and and says well we did what we could this was it was a long slow <laughs> ship and we were on for a long time and whatever whatever's next this is this is the next shore hmm. it's so it's I, I don't think you're abandoning ship you're just this is just the next um how would you say it the next commission sir that's a heavy sigh you're right there's no sense being afraid of finishing a job just because it means you're off the ship not to whatever's next so we've taken this as far as we can and I'm praying we don't meet our end and find ourselves truly missed it in this moment. But if we do, we had to try. We had to try. No, we, we didn't. We could have we could have stayed back. Oh, don't. It would have been really nice. Oh, Keep going making back to the mud. Foglies and, you know, cooking clams. But, you know, really? <laughs> that guy boy. Are you sure you're a motivational singer? <laughs> <laughs> it's not really comforting as we are about to maybe go to oh, the I need you to understand fully the terror that we're about to walk into. <laughs> I mean, I feel nothing but terror. Oh, good. Okay. Then. <laughs> nothing but. I All mean, right. we're leaving the island in the hands of Penny. And, and then and he, he grabs. <laughs> now he grabs you. Somehow your hand is. Your head is now in his face. He pulls you down and says, Now take that terror. Channel it. <laughs> Let it <laughs> make you strong. And he gets this wild look in his eyes. <laughs> what if the only thing you feel is nauseous? <laughs> what will I do then? And says, We don't know if the Deep Mother is good or bad. We don't know what she wants. <laughs> Cook Patchum, she's bad. She's really bad. Why didn't you? You were saying earlier you wanted to adopt the big metal, lobst- metal lobster, so maybe we can adopt it's, her as a pet. It's, yeah, it's just, not if she's good or bad. It, it's was, are we worse? Uh, no, the, the lobster that was in the event of it. If it wasn't evil, no. Yeah, I've been. He shakes her. No. <laughs> the terror is ours to feel. <laughs> we must feel it. We must go deeper. Look, this is. I mean, this you're right. We'll is go. the end of our ship. We've That's a little the, final, don't We you go think? down, we come up, it's no longer the same ship. We are either the same or we're different, and it's ours to decide. <laughs> if we go down, we stay the same because we have chosen. And then he starts going off and going, off to the deep, but... <laughs> Must go she wants. See what she wants. Just Sir the Quarry carries on in in shock. I don't know if there's reins on the on the toads, but but her knuckles are white, which is impossible to see through her white fur, and uh, and uh, and she just. But ultimately, she appreciates her friend's attempt to give her perspective, and she and she shakes off the sort of. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I'm just cr- cradling my little metal crab, stroking it comfortingly as I go to my inevitable end. <laughs> right, we can't stay as we are, and this is our best bet for change. And the toad seems trustworthy, so onward into the fog. Onward. 
off of any maps we've ever made. It's quite a... No one knows what's really down here. I mean, it was... Supposedly, it used to be a, a big city of the Tritons. <gasps> Go on. Well, it was abandoned, of course, because, you know, we had to put the Deep Mother somewhere, so... But, uh, it, 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 the city might still be there. The Tritons do build to... They make things to last. If you... If you follow me. And now... Yeah, we per, do. Perhaps, if if at the deep at the end of this, the Deep Mother is dead, perhaps the city could be re-inhabited. Well, what... what? What can we expect down there? Well, the, the Triton uh, cities were always arranged sort of with a central point. Uh, some sort of central place, which was often how they came up or down from it. We're sort of taking a side entrance. So I'll have to head toward the center, uh, because probably the center is where I would guess she's contained. Again, I've never gone this far. I, I've never had to go up and, against a shark god. And the Sahuagin <laughs> are going to be Oh, many. I meant to tell you. Yes, they have a priestess who uh, knows knows the rituals, um, and which she's probably currently sacrificing one by one after another. I some was once uh, once the Temple of Umberly tried to recruit me, and I thought they were too evil, and now we're about to go to something much much worse than them. Uh, yes, I would I would say that the the uh, whole different spectrums of evil. I would say. <laughs> I would agree. <clears throat> Right, steal yourself, crew. So yes, um, the the there will be a ritual ongoing that we'll be trying to interrupt, and there is a very unpleasant fellow, unfortunately also of a sort of noble order, but not not of action, not a very noble man, I tell you. Um, he called himself a baron of some kind. He had more arms than the others, and he was very scary. I'm a noble, and I'm not afraid of many things. Anyway, <laughs> and there are sharks. We appreciate Onward. your candor. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know. The most awkwardest was... of pauses. Like I've said, I'd, I'd trust you with my life, but well, you're a mad we, one. Where? Well, that may be true, but here we're off of the map, onto the rocks, out of the sea, into, into the, the mist. mist. Onward, says Unique, and his frog mount dives down beneath him, pulling him along, and yours all follow. And you race towards the mist, and it parts right around your skin, surrounding you but not quite touching you, the rings on your finger seeming to protect you. And what happens to the toads? The toads get the benefits of having a rider who stays in control of them. So I um, should get onto the toad. You should get onto the toad. <laughs> your toad just dies <laughs> a your screaming, toad, agonizing your, death. Your toad, well, no. What <laughs> he you would see, come through. He just won't be able to get back out. What you see is your toad starts to um, starts to drift forward uh, without. It like sort of like eyes glaze over and starts to move forward. I go, I swim up and get onto the toad. Great. Yeah, and as you pull as... off my hat and pull out a rat <laughs> and throw it in. Specifically a rat no. into the mist. Yeah. Okay. So was... yeah, you throw it into this mist thing and you see it, it gets captured there. And for, because you can see it, you see that the rat sort of starts to scurry, as, you know, as you pull it out, it like wants to get away, hits this thing and just slows down. Um, drowns and disappears. It disappears. Because it drowns and it dies. Oh! <laughs> Wait, why does it drown? Because um, it cannot breathe water. It's a rat that he pulled out of a hat. Wait, can we breathe water? Yes, you can all breathe water. You are oh. all under water. No. This was the final blessing of the Bullywugs. Oh, oh I I'm didn't... not going to pull out a frog <laughs> in said company. <laughs> Facho Patchum. <laughs> Is a quick one. It is a quick one. <laughs> Your mounts swim and soon don't have to swim quite as hard as the current begins to pick up and pull down as you continue down this narrow chute, the water rushing, rushing, you're accelerating until you emerge from a wall through this tunnel into a vast sphere of enclosed ocean, a massive interior cavern with a flat bottom and a dome of earth above it. And you see on its floor, a lost city. Massive structures that would resemble to us skyscrapers rise from the bottom of this cavern. 
made of some strange material that resembles coral, but also looks like a metal. They have doors at all their levels as they could be swum up to and entered. Bioluminescent kelp grows on all the surfaces, perhaps a pest grown out of control or a utility no longer kept up. The kelp bathes everything in a gentle glow, though the city sits totally abandoned, quiet, and still, except for the tendrils of white mist which pulse throughout it. Some of the tendrils arc up and out of the cave through holes similar to the one that you came through. Some of them sift mindlessly through the empty city. The tendrils all converge on a central bright white point, far, far off, maybe 600, 800 feet away from you yet, in what looks like the dead center of this massive inner cavern, at the center between the floor and the ceiling. The tendrils emerge from it almost like the lines that come off of a plasma globe, but no rapid electrical movements, just slow sifting of mist in the sea. Yannick looks at you all as and points off in the direction of this globe sitting in the center of this massive dome. <sighs> Ugh, rabbits. We're not... <laughs> ah, you see Yannick just from under the water sort of does like epiphany look and he reaches into one of his waistcoats and pulls out a spell scroll and you hear him burbling and bully well. Uh, and all of a sudden you can hear his voice in your mind as he says, I have psychically linked us all so we can, in fact, interact despite the fact that you all cannot speak underwater. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! I don't have an accent when I speak in my mind, so... <laughs> Fascinating. You sound I'm different in your mind. Strange, I do. <laughs> no, in my head, I'm Canadian. So you can now all communicate with each other sort of by mentally thinking at each other. So you, oh. even though you... <laughs> I think really hard. <laughs> I'm going to think ow, really ow, loudly because I don't know how this works. Uh, how, so God, this is... Him, it's so loud. We're not actually in each other's minds. It's just... Oh. It's basically telepathy. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 I want to say, help, help. I can't get out. I'm trapped inside your head. <laughs> Yannick does say in your brain, it's very clever, but I enjoy some good brain play as much as your next frog, but my friends oh, are being right, sacrificed. Right. Deep mother. We got it. <laughs> Demon mother. Deep mother. Da, 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 da. All right. I want to ask him as, as we're, as we're descending. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, sorry if this is a little bit uh, insensitive. Oh, no. Uh, I'm very difficult to insult. Oh, good. Well, how many of your people are being sacrificed down there? Well, we came as a group of 12. How many are left? Well, I'm... They just didn't have room to take me down the first trip. Wow, they they really missed the cream of the crop. Yeah, they, I think they wanted to keep asking me more questions oh. about how I had learned things... Um, I, uh, perhaps, uh, although again, very hard for me to assess their intentions outside of sort of yeah, they're, they're about colors and shapes. Did and they ask our hatchlings questions, like of the locations of our foxholes? Oh no, they um, I, again, impossible to communicate with them. From what I could overhear, <sighs> from what they were talking about them, they were intending to eat them. Oh, I'm very at this point relieved to hear that. That makes uh, sense. They do look. <laughs> Not like they have much information. You're, uh, you're a cook on many levels sometimes, I think to myself. Uh, I'll retract my thoughts from the group now. I, I'm just an empath. I can think of things from other perspectives. Your mounts swim along, following these tendrils toward their center point where they converge. As you get closer, you get glimpses of what sits at its center. The tendrils swirl around a gargantuan sphere, which is a hard, almost glass-like edge. And inside that glass, swimming in tight circles, you see the Deep Mother herself. What? We see the actual god herself? Through through this... The cursed... I picture her like one of those unpleasant um, ones with the with the light, you know, that hangs in front of their, like, yeah. underbite? <gasps> anglerfish. Anglerfish. Oh, yeah. The mouth of an anglerfish. <laughs> those fish. are fun. <laughs> The mouth of an anglerfish. Is it the underbite? That's what I'm... With the underbite? Yep. A shark's body and coming off of her half a dozen pseudopods, long, thin tentacles with a pad of suckers at the top. What what illithid creature has that classically? Squid, uh, squids, actually. Squ okay, squids. Squids actually has it. Not an illithid um, creature. Just that's a regular terrifying. thing on earth. 
you swim closer to this creature, which swims in its own tight little circles in the center of all of these misty tendrils, its jaw moving almost automatically as it swims in circles. The city beneath you also comes into clearer focus as you get closer to it, uh, these large coral structures. Uh, and perhaps, although it is confusing because of all this bright light, you see some other shapes and figures nearby. Everyone is welcome to give me perception checks about what's near the sphere or the city down beneath as you swim closer. On my 23 perception check, uh, this one doesn't feel like a relevant question, but is this the equivalent of a city being overgrown with vines or is does it look like the coral is really the building blocks of the city? It looks like the coral is really the building blocks of the city. The bioluminescent quality might have might be related to like various bioluminescent mosses and kelps that have grown on top of it. But the structures that you're picking out in these shapes that are mostly made of coral seem like they were encouraged to grow in particular ways for people to live in them. If only from the fact that it looks like there are doors, not just at the what we would call like the ground level, but every single level. Because in a three-dimensional water space, every place can be entered. Um, and you're putting that together quickly. Uh, other perception checks? Anything higher than a, anything high? No. Uh, I, I'm going to go to 19. 19, that's very good as well. The area is well illuminated. Uh, okay, with all those really high perception checks, I'm going to give you everything. You see, about 300 feet away from you, a Sahuagin who is holding a bullywug form, and you watch as she... Again, this is very far away, and so you're making out little details. You see a little spurt of red uh, as she drags a knife across its neck, uh, and it splatters onto the side of the sphere. You can see all this because it's illuminated quite brightly. These tendrils of mist let off this white glow, um, and she then tosses the corpse to the side, and you see that there's a pile of sort of passed out bullywugs to her right, and then two dead bullywugs to her left, and it seems like she drags this knife across its chest and a spurt of blood hits the side of the sphere that the Deep Mother is inside of and that vanishes. Again, this is all small and at a great distance. Uh, you're about 300 feet away as you're watching this ritual go on. There's the Sahuagin priestess who is performing this. Nearby her, about 30 feet from her, there is a Sahuagin with multiple arms who seems to be like two of them are crossed and two of them are playing with swords. Uh, and he seems to be maybe the Baron that was mentioned earlier. And there are a couple of Suigans who are assisting the priestess in her efforts. Uh, after we received that blessing in the mud, um, I'm now able to create a whirlpool that does uh, bludgeoning damage. So my proposal is just that I whirlpool these freaks. <laughs> I'm putting an end to this ritual right now. Of course, they could maybe they're stronger, strong swimmers, and it won't affect them, but. I have a How, feeling the Baron might have an army. That it would be difficult to know to to do that without also compromising the bullywogs right there. We wouldn't want to drown them. Are they how far were the pile of uh, floating? They are right. They are right next to her. Like she, she is sort of like she's like repeating this process. And you only see those two, those two Sahuagin figures. You see those two Sahuagin figures. Uh, the larger Baron, the priestess who's doing this ritual. Uh, you see two other Sahuagins who are beneath her, who are assisting in the ritual, and also on those very high perception checks. Out of the flicker of your eyes, just because of how still the rest of the space is, you think you see. A fin, a tail, something move in the darkness further away. And you're not quite sure what it was. Uh, some things that are further away from this central space. Sharks, maybe? Shark, right, by the by the scale of sharks. Um, and you as you're as you're looking around checking for other things, you see those two um, those two who are down below who are grabbing them, and one of these uh, sharks who seem to be like have skin sort of like shells swim up. Um, and the Baron uses one of his arms to sort of like uh, give them a pat, and then they swim off. <laughs> so, so I, so I am there. So there's a, like a pile of tied bullywogs. Some of them are dead now, and the, they're just splattering blood onto this sphere. Yeah. So the quarry, as our cleric of the group, give me a religion check. Uh, this priestess is performing some sort of ritual. 
15. With a 15, which is exactly what I was looking for, you know two very important things. One, you need to interrupt this ritual right away. She is continuing to kill Bullywugs, and the more she kills, the closer she gets to finishing it, whatever dark ritual she's up to doing. And second, you know that with that whirlpool, because the Bullywugs that are still alive are limp and not resisting at all, they're just going to get spun around in the whirlpool without getting hurt at all. Uh, so this is your opportunity. This is the moment to cast Whirlpool. Sir, the quarry takes out. <laughs> uh, just confers with the, the king, Bullywug, there. Um, just mm. to be sure that um, you're very Whirlpool-friendly uh, creatures, oh, aren't you? Yeah, we get caught in them all the time. We just instinctively give in to them, yes. And, you know, they're even they're, they're not that bad, right? But are you, are no, you all... as long as you know not to resist them. Well, yes. fantastic. I hope your people still have that known while they're in the state of whatever state they are in. Right well, this, is, this, is, this is how we practice. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so, yeah, I, <laughs> I um, do the vocal components. <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, just w- w- slowly whirl my hands <laughs> together. And... Uh, <laughs> create awesome. a 50 foot at the top and 25 feet deep, I think, or vice versa. Yeah, uh, world? 50 feet at the top, 5 feet at the bottom if you wanted oh, to. Okay. Or you could, I think you could choose different qualities I of just that. But want to include. Yeah, 50 to 5. I want to include this Baron uh, Sahagwin. You can get both of them. Yeah, you can get both of them easily. Um, and I wouldn't mind. I don't want to. I, I would try to time it with the, the shark, Pat, but I want to time it more. It's more important that we don't watch any more Bullywug murders. Yeah, the shark is already. That's like, so it, it would be. Yeah, you'd have to wait for it to maybe circle back around. So um, I'll we'll resolve the their saves and then do initiative, right? Because as soon as you cast it, they do the saves. Is that that's the yes. language of it? Great. Um, so. Uh, Let's see. The I mean, it was either that or split the water and try to like drown them in the air, oh. but they can clearly be okay outside of yeah. The, like, you you like would know that they are the okay outside sea, of the but water. like okay. in, but in a triangle. <laughs> um. Okay. The priestess don't. fails her saving throw. The Baron, as this whirlpool starts to. Uh, the Baron also the Baron also failed his oh save. Oh gosh, so exciting! Two D eight bludgeoning uh, damage. They both take two D eight bludgeoning damage. Go ahead and roll and that all for me. All of the other bullywugs just what happily <laughs> they just get get to spin. <laughs> they all just they all they just <laughs> fail and get by offering absolutely no resistance in a way that conscious creature could not take no damage. Uh, how much damage do they both take? What do you want to say? Three. Three. They're still <laughs> the most important thing is that they're caught in it, right? Everyone. Roll initiative. I got a 21. 21 for Facho Pachum. Quinn Maris. Uh, oh, 15. 15 for Quinn Maris. And Sir the Whirlpool Quarry? 13. 13, great. The whirlpool begins. The water begins to swirl, surprising the priestess and the baron as they get yanked into it. And first to act is Facho Pachem. You're up. Uh, they are these two Sahuigans are lost in that swirling force. What would you like to do? Uh, Fa- Facho Pachem uh, will. So if, if the mount is dashing, that's like yeah, that's you my, still have all of your I, your mount can dash, which means you still have your action to do things with. Your mount effectively can move eighty feet this round. The mount is going to dash. And uh, Facho Pachem creates a hypnotic pattern that's a 30-foot cube, and there's a twisting pattern of colors that weaves into them. So everyone, they have to, anyone inside has to do a wisdom saving throw. Okay, here's for the Baron. Dang, Saves. Dang, dang. Here's for the Priestess. She fails. She is under the effects of hypnotic pattern. What does that mean? Uh, it appears for a moment and then vanishes. She is now, uh, uh, she is now charmed for the duration, uh, and cool. her she is incapacitated oh. and has a speed of zero. Uh, and uh, does it end if she takes damage? Yes. Cool. Good to know. All right. This time that. Okay. Next, it's the Baron's turn. He has to make a strength check to get out. He's not charmed by hypnotic and, pattern. So I, I got a bonus, and I'm gonna put that bonus onto our friend Maris. Uh, sorry, not bonus. Bonus um, action. Um, Bardic. Yeah, I give her Bardic inspiration. Okay, it's the Baron's turn up next. He has to make a strength saving throw to try to get out of this whirlpool. Here we go. 
That is a 19 to get out of the whirlpool. Well, then he succeeds, doesn't he? <laughs> but that's his action, right? To, to, he has to make an action yeah. to do that. Creature caught in the vortex can use its action to try to swim away as described above, but has disadvantage on the strength check to do so. Because it failed. Cool. Ah. Sorry. Lower one is a 14 on the die plus his four to strength. Ooh. Bonus action. He is going to uh, gesture and summon a reef shark, which is going to arrive next turn uh, and take its action on its turn. Not a reef shark, a shell shark. Sorry about that. Okay, that's his turn. He races out of the water, moves his 50 feet, but he can't quite get to anybody. That is the Baron's turn. Up next, Gwynmaris. I am going to use Ray of Frost, I believe it's called. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you are outside of the range of Ray of Frost. You can, your mount will dash and take you 80 feet forward. Uh, you are still outside of the 60 foot range of Ray of Frost, but he's within range of disadvantage with your lightning launchers, or you could cast Magic Missile at him, because uh, that has a range of 120 feet. You're at 120 feet from him. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could just try and hit him with one of the missiles. You cast Magic Missile. Go ahead and roll those 3d4s. You're hitting the Baron. Great. Okay, so two, three, three. Okay, eight damage to him. Magic uh, subnautical missiles uh, reaching out and striking him. Eight damage, no joke. Uh, So that's going to be... Up next is going to be Sir. How far are we? You are 200 feet away. The others have dashed 80 forward. uh, So they are within 120 feet of your whirlpool. So I'm having trouble finding a ranged attack. Like I, I'm just. Yeah, I mean you can just have your mount dash, um, and work on getting closer. Okay, I guess I'll do that. I will also say that if you continue to maintain the whirlpool on her turn, the Suhugan High Priestess, who goes next, will take damage and come out of hypnotic pattern. Uh, so you could choose. It's no action to drop concentration on a spell. So if you wanted to keep her in the whirlpool and keep hitting her, you could, or you could drop concentration on the whirlpool. She's the only one caught up in it right now. Oh, okay. Then I'll do that because yeah, that that currently that it's going to be stronger than two d eight damage to just have her be charmed. incapacitated and charmed. Great. Yeah. So, so I end the whirlpool. You end the whirlpool. She. Uh, Bullywugs go drifting slowly in all directions. <laughs> <laughs> um, Saturday. <laughs> that's her turn. Nothing happens. Um, uh, next is the shell shark. The shell shark uh, had swum off in the distance and swims up. It needs to take its dash to get into range. It is now close enough to attack. Um, everyone give me a luck check. Everybody just roll a, a d20 and see who it's trying to hit. Who got the lowest? I got a 12. Uh, ooh, we got a 12 over here as well. Two. Two. Ah, great. Quinmaris, on the next turn, you have a shell shark up in your face. It has swum up to you and wants to nom at you. Luckily, I got a plan for that. Oh, good. <laughs> and, just, and an inspiration. And an inspiration. <laughs> this is Unique's turn. Uh, Unique dashes forward to join the group um, and says, Forward, we can get, contain the Deep Mother. And he croaks loudly um, using an ability called Croaked Decree. Um, you... Uh, you all on the, your next attack can have advantage. Um, that brings us back to the top of the order. That's you, Facho. Okay, I'm going to uh, cast Mind Sliver. Okay. Uh, which is an intelligence saving throw. Okay. On who? On the Baron. He is proficient in this. Oh, dang it. So he adds a total of five. My bonus action is going to be to make a little tentacle and slap uh, the guy. Uh, this this tentacle because it has no uh, ground to be in. This is the first it's time you've spectral se- tentacle it's just, just a- appears out of the right. You've always assumed it was like attached to the earth, but it just and uh, it attacks the Baron. The Baron, yeah. Uh, you said with advantage. If yeah, with advantage. So I, I just rolled a natural one. Does that mean my luck? I immediately you, re- you, you immediately roll that. Yeah. Okay, so that's a fifteen. 15 plus something or 15? Yeah, on so the 15. So that was the advantage. Um, no, uh, so 21. Hits. Five points of damage. Nice. Cold damage. 
The Baron is now cold. Five points of damage, your tentacle slaps him. Okay, and your movement? You're dashing towards the Baron? The Deep Mother? No, not to the Deep Mother. To the, the Priestess. The Priestess. Great. You 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 you're using your mount's movement to dash to the Priestess. Tally ho, toady ho. <laughs> your mount dashes forward, putting you the closest to the Baron. It is the Baron's turn, and you are now the closest to him, Fatto Patchum. That's right. He swims up to you and he tries to hit you first with his trident. That is an 18 to hit. Hits. Okay. In one of his forearms, he thrusts forward with a trident and deals eight points of damage to you, Fachapacham, on his first hit. I'm gonna need a DC 10 concentration check to hold concentration on hypnotic pattern. Made it. Awesome, great. Uh, second attack is a 19 to hit. Hits. Okay. Uh, this is with his claws from the other side. Uh, whoo, that's, that's 16. Wow. All right. Um, so yes, uh, that's another concentration check. Still, yeah, still 10. So you, you make it great. Um, and then finally he's going to try to bite you. 15. Yeah, it hits. Okay. So that's another eight. He's just a fury. He's a, he's in just in a rage. Concentration check. Yep. Awesome. Cool. Uh, you maintain concentration as he does that. Uh, he's gonna he's going to see if his bonus action recharges to summon another shark. It does not. So after the Baron's turn, that is Quinn Maris's turn. Yes. So I have that big shark in front of me, right? Uh, yes. There's a there's a big shell shark in front of you. All right. I would like to cast enlarge slash reduce, <laughs> but the reduce part. The reduce part. You'd like to reduce. The I would shark. like to reduce the size of the shark. So, <laughs> awesome. What uh, what save does the shark make? Uh, uh, Constitution save it has to be fourteen or higher. Okay. Or fourteen. Sorry. It only gets a plus two to this, so it needs to get a twelve or higher. Yeah, I'm gonna. 12. So natural 20, that's your action, bonus action? Your homunculus is with you, sort yes, of. Yes, I'm just gonna have an attack. The <laughs> shark? Yep. Great, go ahead, roll the attack. And I'm rolling with advantage still, or uh, no? Yeah, yeah, you're rolling with advantage. All right. You can, you can yeah. Uh, 14, is that enough to hit? The 14 does not hit the shell C shark. Could I add the bardic inspiration to the 14? You could add the bardic the inspiration, yeah, right. to the 14. I'm gonna do that. Okay, 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 okay. okay. So uh, that's a 15. <laughs> yep. 15 still doesn't do anything. Uh, so, wow, so you have, I did not plan that. I thought you that was have your go homunculus go to strike no, this you thing. It well. That's no. Nice. Yeah, you yeah you played it very well. You go to your homunculus strike this thing. Uh, it hits shell. This thing is like crusted over in shells. It's a shark made. Or it's a shark with shells mm, okay. as its as its armor. So it's pretty well, bad. I'm gonna die. Uh, <laughs> that's Quinn Maris. Sir, it's your turn. <laughs> Now that I'm no longer concentrating on my whirlpool because yep. it was not strategically effective <laughs> anymore, um, I am uh, just going to bless my comrades Aww. before we get too far separated in uh, the depths Beautiful. of the water here. Beautiful. So um, I'm going to bless uh, up to three creatures of my choice. So that's going to obviously be Quinn Maris and... Uh, Fat Joe Patchum and um, minus, I guess, also myself. It usually, it usually makes sense to bless yourself because then if you take damage, you get to add the D4 to the I the was going to do the King Bullywug, but I'll do myself. Because, yeah. I mean, he's sort of hanging back, I think. Yeah. He, well, he's, no, he's charging oh, he's in. Fighting? He's charging in, but again, if you lose, you, you know, it's better to keep concentration on bless yeah, I don't than get, it. I don't want to get, like, jealous of so. him and stuff, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's cleaner this way. It's cleaner this way. <laughs> so. <laughs> Go for it. It's your action. So any so uh, anything goes, else? Uh, yeah. What is, how does she cast? Yeah, this? she ca um So uh, she somehow pulls out. She's just she designates a little bit of water as holy water, <laughs> rather indiscriminately <laughs> in this environment, and uh, and for Helmuth. <laughs> <laughs> Just to, you know, go along with the blessing. As Fatto Patchum darts forward towards the High Priestess and engages with the Baron, and a reef shark squares off with Quinn Maris, a little electric charge lets out from Sir the Quarry for Helmuth uh, as everyone races to protect their home. Or maybe maybe she says, maybe more dramatically, she says, for those who've gone through the mist in <laughs> on Helmuth. Pretty dramatic. So, um, yeah, I'm going to move as close as I can to the Baron, cool. but my turn's done. You charge forward and square off with the Baron along with Fato Pacham. That's the High Priestess' turn. She continues to be incapacitated. Cool. 
Bullywugs are floating out and about. She seems to just be spiraling and floating there near this sphere inside of which circles the Deep Mother. Okay, a second reef shark arrives. Everyone, please give me a luck check to see who it surges up to. Lowest number is the unluckiest. What do we got? 14. Not 20. Oh, very oh, good. 19. It's me. <laughs> no. it, the shell shark <laughs> races in. Uh, as with the last one, it, uses, it has to dash all the way in, so it just arrives and is near you, um, but it can't attack this turn. Um, there's just a second shark it's that within, is on. Within four feet. It's with, yeah, it's within five feet of you. Um, uh, the other one is going to try to bite you. Great. Uh, first one's a seven. Okay. <laughs> Second one, eight. Yes. It feels it feels like that's a great way to honor that nat twenty. This shark. Thank you. This shark can't get at Fine. you. Um, uh, that's blessed that. somehow. That's the reef shark's turn. Now it is Unique's turn. He's gonna have his mount dart forward up towards the Baron, and he's going to yell out uh, in his best approximation of Sahuigan, uh, Fetch is your tongue still up? No, that, 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 that ran away. I'm going to have Unique charge in and try to distract this guy. Yelling in Sahuigan. Uh, he's going to make an intimidation check to see if he can get the Sahuigan Baron to focus on him. Um, so he makes a really solid charisma check. Um, that he adds quite a lot to, so it's a 19 charisma check and I the love insight. This oh, oh no! Also a 17, but does not add as much not to nearly charisma. As charismatic. Not nearly as charismatic. Not as our bullywog. What is his name? Do we ever catch his name? Yannick. Yannick. Oh my god! Wow. Yannick. Uh, so he's and the this this bullywog baron uh, turns and is fixed his eyes on this other bullywog. Um, and with good reason. He hey. needs bullywugs for the sacrifice. I'll say that's his action to do that. Uh, and I'll see if he recharges his um, his burp. Nope, he does not. Okay. His commanding belch. Awesome. We're back at the top of the order with <laughs> Frencho. French, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Facho, Facho Pacho. Please help me. It's your turn. I am going to uh, cast the arms of Hadar. Oh. Um, I'm, so this is... Each creature in the area must make a strength saving throw. Awesome. Here's the Baron. Uh, it's a nine. It's a Baron. fail. And Get this out is of a shark. Fifteen. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. That's the one I needed to do it for. Sorry. All right. Uh, what well, happens? Um, he failed. Okay. He well, he takes two d six necrotic da okay. damage and can't take reactions. Okay. Oh, wonderful. So, okay, roll that for me. Ten damage. Whoa, okay, 10 damage. So that Baron takes all of that. The sh the Reef Shark takes half of it, but the Reef Shark has been summoned here by the Baron to fight uh, and doesn't have a lot of fight in it. It's hard to hit, a lot, lot of armor, but it is not down to take damage on his behalf and immediately swims off and away. So you are left. Uh, the Baron is surrounded by the tentacles and is unable to take reactions, and the other shark, uh, you know, mechanically it dies, but it more so it just sort of like turns around and flees because it's not here to take damage. Okay, so I want to use my movement to get up to, uh, to swim up to the... Priestess, yep, you can get right up to her. Uh, and is there a way that I can wrench the ring off of her with an Web. object interaction i would allow that yeah yeah give me a yeah give me a sleight of hand to do it quickly 19 uh definitely you can definitely take the ring off right. her. you remove the ring great i want to look at her like if there's any cool things on her like okay. you know I like I'm, i like she's she's not going really anywhere. great eyeshadow she's, she's like she's there this is it like <laughs> there's nothing that's good i mean unless there's another shark that I mean, so there's still the Baron. The Baron still is still the Baron, up and but around. he's like he's restrained, right? And he's about to get slapped. He's about to get tendril slapped. No, Eighteen. Eighteen hits. And the tendril. Two cold damage. Oh my gosh, I've been missing this whole time. And its speed is reduced by ten feet until the start of my next wow. turn. Wow! Uh, so this coldness actually matters. Your tendril makes people yeah. get cold and slow down. And slow down. It's very illicit of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you slap him and he's a little bit slower. Great. That brings us to the Baron. The Baron summons another shark. Everyone give me a luck check to see where the shark wants to go. 
<laughs> six. <laughs> no, you didn't get lower than a six, did you? No, I got a three. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, uh, a shark dashes in uh, to you. Punch I think um, this is a sign. It, again, will not get to act on this turn. You already have one shark on you. Uh, and so the Baron then, after summoning that shark, charges up to Yannick and is going to make three attacks on him. One with his trident, one with his claws, and one with his bites. Yannick take 22 points of damage. He says, fight on, friends! Throw her into the mist! Gwenmaris, that is your turn. You have two sharks up on you, one that will be able to attack you this turn, the other that looks like it is just swimming up uh, to arrive. I would like to cast Shatter. Okay, All yes, right. I've just said that they're both there, so I will let, so you're gonna cast Shatter on them. Yeah, I'll let you do that, and again, um, we don't even if, need no, to. No, if, if, if I can't, it's fine. Here's what you could do. You see it swimming for you. Yeah. You could sure hold right. your turn till it arrives and then cast Shatter. Okay. Great. So you're gonna hold your turn to cast shatter till it arrives. Awesome. So the quarry, that is your turn. So I'd yep. like to. I'm gonna dash yep. to the Baron. Yep. And then attack finally. All right. Give me those attacks. Well, I don't believe that I hit. You will not seven. hit. No, seven. Seven does not hit. Uh, like his arms and elbows are getting in the way as he's uh, hitting unique. You can do a bonus action yeah, attack. Bonus action. Um. So Ooh. that is a twenty-one. That definitely hits. Go so, ahead and roll one d four. We'll that. hit him with the blunt end of the halberd <laughs> for uh, five damage. Five damage. Awesome. People are piling on this guy. This is the high priestess again. She is limping your arms. <laughs> um, uh, I caress her watery hair. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's... <laughs> um, uh, the second shark arrives, and you have held your turn. So I can go now you or greater hair. What are you doing over Yes. Time? I would like to cast shatter on the You would both cast shatter, great. And that's gonna do at minimum, even if they save more damage than these sharks who don't want to be here can take. And they screw right off. Thank God. <laughs> great. Awesome. All of that work for nothing. <laughs> Is there anyone who needs help right now? Anybody need an assist? You got held up when the shark got to you when you were still, I think, 120 feet away. Oh, so I'm very far away yeah, from everyone. But your mount can move can 80 dash, feet. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. So that puts you within 40 feet. Yeah, let's do that. And okay. then I guess, like, I don't know. Ara is the Baron and Unica. The the Baron and Unique are Unique. going toe to or And to I'm minorly involved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send my little homunculus over with a help action for... Unique. Oh, for unique, you'll give unique advantage. Wonderful. Okay, great. Um, and that's his turn. I forgot to add the. It wouldn't have made a difference though, but I forgot to add my own. It would not have made a difference for that for that first one. Okay, so unique is going to see if he gets his royal belch back. He does. He lets out a forward. Really, get rid of her now in your minds. Um, uh, everyone, on your next attack, you have advantage. Um, and he's going to do two attacks with his spear. Hey, Unique on his second attack gets a critical hit, which makes up for his first one where he whiffs really badly. That's oh 11. Great. Wow. The Baron is starting to look frantic and bloodied. He is not well. That brings us to Facho Pacham. It's your turn. You are cradling the High Priestess in your arms. She, you have removed the iron ring from her. Okay. You are looking up at this glowing orb where circling slowly, you see the horrific underbite of a shark-like monstrosity moving slowly. So, Facho Patchum looks it's your at turn. this priestess uh, and uh, one is an investigation for any cool loot before he chucks her into the... <laughs> Sphere. Yes, go ahead. Give me the investigation roll. A 16. On a 16, there is a really interesting necklace that you can take off of her. I take it off of her. Awesome. And I... Some <laughs> <laughs> laugh. What would you like to do? Thatcho okay. Patchum casts tongues. He can now talk and he... Uh, the the tendril uh, he the tendrils of mist ought to be starting to like affect the yeah. 
the, yeah, the yeah, priestess, yeah, they, right? Yeah, they're, they're gravitating over more towards her and wanting to grab her and pull her in. Yep. Great. Well, he wakes her up, <laughs> speaks to her, uh, greet the deep mother for me, and throws her into the sphere. <laughs> You say, greet the deep mother for me and throw her into the sphere. <laughs> and she, the, the mist grabs and her. And by me, I mean Fetcho Betchum! <laughs> for the first time, you all see what happens when someone is sent in through the sphere. The priestess tumbles in. And on its rotation around the Deep Mother, without breaking stride, without even indicating that they have stopped to eat this thing, swallows the priestess whole. It is an instant from when she is there to when she is gone. But Facho, you notice the mouth of this thing twitch, and it does a quick tight circle around, and its massive face comes around to look at you, and it stops. You all see the fish turn and look at Fatropachum and stop. But only you, Fatropachum, hear Fatropachum. <laughs> she said it as she died. People don't usually get to talk to me. What do you want, Fatropachum? You all fully see this gargantuan, horrific fish like swim up to the edge right next to Facho Passion. Massive bulging eyes looking right at Facho Passion. So glad I cast tongue. <laughs> Facho Passion looks at the deep mother and he asks, You devour a lot. What satisfies you? Nothing. My function is to consume. Do you taste nothing? I taste everything. What's it taste like? <laughs> the taste of time and all the effort. quite good. How can I make that as a dish? <laughs> I'd like to taste that too. doesn't like the taste of perhaps in his mouth. He's gonna take on a second patron. <laughs> what can I do for you? You're strange. That means a lot coming from me. I want a salt that can change how time flows and taste what you taste. A salt that changes the way time flows. She circles once, twice, three times, and comes back around. <laughs> yeah, you're all just watching and this. And then uh, yeah. I get to fight the Baron. Right. <laughs> just yeah. save the up my oh, turns. Sorry, yes, yes, yes. So this happens, like, uh, although we're going really slowly, this happens in a way that anyone but Patchum would be driven instantly insane. It is, like, like very quick, sudden, like, okay. look. Carry on outside of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this out-of-time thing happening. Uh, meanwhile, the Baron uh, turns as the High Priestess gets thrown in. <laughs> disengages and throws you all back in a way and starts to swim away, grabs onto a shark. Why does he throw us all back? 
Uh, he has a lot of arms. Is, the way he disengages is his arms like. Well, I get. Don't I get? I don't I get an attack of opportunity when someone tries to disengage? Uh, no, that's a sentinel feat. Po- pole master feet, he can still disengage from you. Boo. So he he, uh, he grabs onto a shark that he has summoned, and he is pulled off. There are still uh, uh, passed out bullywogs floating around. If anyone wants to help them, but um, meanwhile back here, this this mother comes and looks at you and says, "You know, no one has ever asked me to give them anything like that." I'm normally asked to consume things or strange powers, but assault. You have found something that I do not have and have not eaten and could not eat because it doesn't exist. Maybe that's the taste that you're looking for. I will not find it eating things from this pitiful island. And you see her inflate, like she seems to grow a little bit larger, and then the sphere begins to rotate. Like she's not moving, the sphere is rotating, and the tendrils of mist begin wrapping around her. Um, Give me a strength saving throw. (laughs) This mist is not moving around you, but the water starts to move around you. Okay. Not like this at all. Hold on. So I have the. Did what was you have bless. 13. Great. Oh, no. Strength. <laughs> 10. Vato, you feel her sever the connection with you, and the mist begins to swirl around her, and you feel where there was no current, you are now being yanked towards this sphere. Does anyone else want to do anything to help him? Is he being pulled in a whirlpool? Yeah, it seems like he's like fighting his way to get out, and this thing is starting to spin. Tendrils of mist are coming around. The ring is uh, meaning that he's not getting affected so by the mist. It looks like the but- deep mother is about to bust out. Of her little... Uh... You don't know what she's about to do. All that you can tell clearly right now is that Fatra Pacham is being yanked towards the surface of this sphere, and you all feel a bit of this current pulling on you, but Fatra Pacham's clearly got the worst of it because he is right beside the sphere. Given the fact that I don't know what this conversation was about, I'm open to helping. Yeah. Someone uh, I could forgot try we don't, our characters don't know. <laughs> someone could try to help him. Someone could try to get him out of there. He seems to be backpedaling, or at least that's what his immediate instinct was to do. How can we, how can we, I, I don't have any. If you're stronger, you could try to swim in and grab him with a with an athletics check. I, I can't, it would be negative. I will do this Great. as Sir the Quarry, not knowing. Also, just like the horror that all of our people have just been being eaten by a giant mm. evil fish all yep. this time. All this time. Mage Maris, if we don't make it out, you're, you know, <laughs> whatever time you have left, I highly recommend you don't walk into the mist. <laughs> and you and I, mind. I will help you. Come. And uh, Unique, oh, okay. Unique says, "I will help. Come." But I'm uh, delighted he, yeah, to have yeah, some he's assistance gonna, here. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna give you assistance. Um, his strength is plus three. Natural twenty. Oh, nice. we don't even need it. And I'm gonna put bless on top of that. You run in. You grab. My run. We, me and my toad swim. swim. You, you yeah. and your toad swim in. You grab the toad, shoves back. And you escape this whirlpool. The mist swirls tighter and tighter around, and you notice I the got tendrils. A twenty for you there. <laughs> the tendrils, the tendrils are retracting, and until there is just a bright white sphere that then disappears. Did you go and free the deep mother in some way or other? I don't think that was the protocol. <laughs> From what I gathered. No, I think I just gave her the the meal she was looking for. I don't know what that means. I don't know that I want to know what Some that means. Did you, like, sacrifice a part of your body, or...? <laughs> I mean, did you? Uh, and we, we, look him, we look him up and down to the best of our waterlogged ability. I, uh, Facho Patchum looks at you with a, a wild solemnity. <laughs> And he says, no, but it's what I already gave up that let me see it new. May, I, if she's gone, then perhaps our island is free of her. And that is good news for now. I don't know about anybody else, but I am thoroughly unnerved. <laughs> oh, I am deeply disturbed. 
<laughs> and where did the Baron escape to? I'd hunt that four-armed fish fry down. We shall find him. We'll get your people off the island. We'll fix that boat up and start ferrying them off. But you always have a home in my marshes. Come by. I mean, we're in your debt, if that's of course. the case. Oh, I'm in your debt. Uh, absolutely. But you know what? I think before we leave, you ought to come to a reckoning day. I think we've deserved it. I think we'll have one hell of a reckoning day. <laughs> and so they did. One hell of a reckoning day, followed by a year of work putting together their ship. The island still lost, not on any map, but no longer contained by the strange forces that kept the Deep Mother there. The mist vanishes, and our heroes see their first possibility of ever leaving the island. They take the Taganfer and they use it as mast for their new ship, which we will name in our next arc. And with that, we will give up one final cry, for now, of the island of Helameth. Hilla hala hilla hala Hilla hala hilla hala Hilla hala hilla Well my loves, as Facho Patchum would say, that's all for now. But don't hell about it, there's a lot more to come. Our heroes head off of their rock, back into the world in their repaired ship to the best of their ability and find so much more out there waiting for them. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please give us a review. It helps other people find us. You can also follow us on Instagram at La Pro Podcast. And if you want behind the scenes details and to support the show, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash La Uh, the show we're doing right now is called Hulling About It, where we talk about the behind the scenes, the making of, and our favorite moments, and our the things that we hull about from the episodes. So, check that all out. It's been so much fun sharing this with you, and there is so much more to come. Bye-bye! Made it. Go on, tell them. Oh, this has been Mean and Imply Productions. I'm mean. And I'm Imply. Well, you're pretty mean too. What are you implying?